Welcome to Gain That Tune. Welcome back to Game That Tune. Fantastic new theme music, I assume. Uh, Johnny, you found 311 on Fiverr and uh, got that music. I, I requested a punk version, and he definitely gave me a funk version. <laughs> Whoa. I was like, is that no bullshit? Did you really do that? That's really what happened. I feel like I that would have like, been I'm... better at the beginning of summer and not the middle of September. <laughs> Exactly. You know, if they had actually given you a fucking like an Earth, Wind, and Fire September version, it would have been fantastic. <laughs> but uh, hey, everybody, welcome back to Game That Tune. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Oh yeah, guys. It's Game That Tune episode 170 in the house. And if you were just joining us on Game That Tune. That's ridiculous. But what we do around here is we listen to video game music. We each bring three songs from a game. We try and guess the games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We goof off, have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night gets to pick a theme for the next episode and play some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the fantastic Jesse Moore. And Jesse, what is our theme for tonight's episode? Uh, games that we are currently playing, or uh, Johnny will make up probably because I don't know if he plays games. Ah, <laughs> yes. The, uh, the age-old question, hey, what you been playing? It's, uh, it, that's the theme for tonight's episode. So yeah, we, uh, you know, as opposed to just picking fantastic tunes and then, I don't know, bullshitting our way through games that we haven't actually played, this week, I think we're actually going to talk about games that we've played, which is a refreshing change of pace for Game That Tune. So, I think uh, it's also appropriate that uh, the recording of this episode happens to fall on National Video Game Day, so... Happy National Video Game Day, everyone. Thank you. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. apparently. Yeah. I learned about it today. Yep. Is yeah. it, okay, is it a thing or is it a hashtag? Both. Okay. It can be two <laughs> things. Hashtags can be things. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm saying, did it exist in some form? Did we celebrate in some form before the invention of Twitter? Never, never mind. Happy National Video Game Day, everyone. You, know, you want to know the brutal irony of that? I haven't played any fucking video games today. I went to work and I came home and now we're doing this. So, uh, yeah, man, National Video Game Day in the house, celebrating the games we've been playing. Which, of course, means there's no fan request tonight. So we got four great games coming up for tonight's show. And, Johnny, it's time, man. Pop the cork on a little bit of that bubbly, and let's get started with game one. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Game one.
So, I'm going to be uh, channeling John Harrington a bit with this trivia, with hmm? a trivia question. The stars of the web series The Game Grumps provide the voices of what characters? So, uh, additional trivia hint, if anyone needs it, uh, check my Twitter feed over the last, like, week and a half. Wait a minute, did you finally get a fucking game made of your, uh, webcomic, David? I didn't know that. Ooh, ooh. Working on it. Ooh. So, who has got some answers? Oh, I was hoping for this. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we starting off the night with a hat trick. Everyone says River City Girls. This is River City Girls. <laughs> this Indeed. music is fucking dope. Perhaps you've heard of it because I keep screaming about it. Yeah, it's funny, this... man. I, I thought I was just getting like a high-pitched like squee in my ears, and I didn't realize it was emanating from fucking Chicago. But yeah. uh, that really explains the uh, that noise I've been hearing all week. Uh... Johnny, I, I would like to um, mention your comment. Yes, indeed, the music for this game is dope. <laughs> like, this is, like, hits all my buttons. This is right up my alley. This is, I love this kind of music. Like, this is so <laughs> goddamn good. And it's, I just, I want to drive around 
at night and I want there to be not a lot of like neon and I want to hear this kind of music. Like it's so good. It evokes I'm, a certain atmosphere. <laughs> right there yeah. with you, Johnny. I was I mean, I enjoyed the music, um, like just listening to it and I was like, okay, yeah, it's got that kind of like techno beat and everything. It's like, yeah, I'm into this. And then I went into one of the stages and all of a sudden the vocals picked up. It's like I Yes. Please, more yes. of this. No, that's that's good. I, you know, I was gonna say like I like the music, but it doesn't seem in line with the traditional you know River City music that I'm used to. It's uh, this is kind of rad and funky and you know uh, I don't know reminiscent of something more. I guess I would picture it more of like a Double Dragon Neon Six. And I'm thinking Neon because of what John said. Uh, <laughs> See, uh, it's yeah. interesting that you say that because uh, this game was developed by WayForward, who also did Double Dragon Neon. Oh. So <laughs> it carries on the the River City Ransom style um, and the setting, but the music definitely has that kind of like same 80s techno neon vibe to it. Carries uh. on the WayForward tradition of taking something that was already good and making it good again in a slightly different manner. Yes, precisely. Yeah, good. It, it's man, that like, company—they got a great formula. It, it's what we refer to as a boy and his blob syndrome. Oh man, mm. yeah. But yeah, so um, blobby. I don't know if you gentlemen a remember of a blobby. I, I'm not. Okay, I'm doing it. Yes. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Thank you. I so, have my hands full. I don't know if you gentlemen remember a while ago when we featured Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game on the show, and I was talking about how great the game was and lamenting that you can't play it anymore because Ubisoft's licensing sucks. So, so wait a minute. They got Anamanaguchi to really just do something completely against their style and play this downbeat funk music? That's weird. No, um, actually, the, the composer for this game is a woman named Megan Mc. Duffy, um, and I'm not familiar of any other games, but I'm going to track them down. But yeah, if you were should. upset that you couldn't play Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game, download River City Girls, because it's not exactly the same, but it's pretty damn close. Yeah. So, uh, so it's girls, and they're from River City. Uh, yes. I'm just trying to get the flick on it. So, I mean, it's just, it's the River City Ransom formula, but this time... Have the boys been kidnapped? Yes, that's exactly it. Like, the okay, main characters cool. of River City Ransom get kidnapped, and their girlfriends are like, well, let's beat the shit out of everyone and get them back. And that's the entire cool. plot of the game. Um, I like you it. Play as I like it a lot. Two girls, you play as, well, you have the choice of playing as either Misaku or Kyoko. Um, I went with Kyoko. Uh, and what's interesting is, like, the two characters, like, they have different distinct personalities like Misako is much more of the stereotypical like hard ass badass uh, and Kyoko is kind of the cute bubbly one but also kind of a badass and what's interesting Wait, is like does it go without saying that she's kind of a badass because you're playing a beat-em-up as her <laughs> like, yeah exactly <laughs> did you uh, say she's bubbly oh. I did say she's bubbly <laughs> I oh, did say she's bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. Oh, God, John. That was very, very delayed, Jesus. and I loved it. God. Oh, that was right. That was that track. Somebody That's say how bubbly? I do things. But what's cool is, like, uh, 
the the characters have their own personalities and it carries over in the animations and their movesets because they have slightly different movesets like a lot of the attacks are the same but some of them are different um and like Masako being the hard ass like she uses a lot of headbutts she has a hate maker like she's a mm-hmm. street brawler okay. um, and Kyoko she's kind of like cute and she wears a letterman's jacket and she actually uses a lot of like sports volleyball moves she has a really good move where she does a volleyball serve, so you can, like, kind of mash the attack, serve them, and it just knocks them into the air, so then you can do, like, an air combo, or you can wait for them to fall and then juggle them. Like, the combat in this game is really involved. It's not just, like, push X repeatedly until they die. Like, there's right. a lot of moves you can do, and you can build your own combos. It's a really solid beat-em-up and a hell of a lot of fun. Now, are they, uh... So it's the River City Girls you're playing as. Are you fighting girls the entire time, or are you fighting some boys too? I'm just curious. Like, no, you're fighting everybody. Like, okay. The I think the first two enemies that you meet, I don't remember what they're named, but it's like a schoolgirl and then like a schoolboy. So there's like a girl in a skirt who will do a flip kick at you, and then there's like a guy who's kind of a dick. Because he has a stun move where he, like, grabs towards the ground and, like, flicks sand at you, which stuns you. And then he'll, like, go in. Uh, the enemies are actually super fun. I was just thinking, you know, sorry, just going back to the volleyball thing. Because uh, I was like, okay, if they're fighting some girls, then it's just a big exaggerated volleyball things. But then immediately I was like, man, if they're fighting a guy, like, I'm just picturing, like, somebody being volleyball served into the air by their nuts. And then, like, you know, <laughs> slammed down. I'm just like, yeah. oh, I can feel it. <laughs> like, it makes it's... no sense, but somehow I feel that move. You know, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's funny that you bring that up. Uh, I will get back to other oh. enemy types because uh, you fight a guy with a giant pompadour. You fight a masked wrestler. You fight the police. Uh, you fight cheerleaders. Fuck the police. But, like the band? <laughs> no. <laughs> you gotta fight Sting. <laughs> God, I wish. <laughs> you fight Sting. I mean, to be fair, maybe. I haven't beaten the game just yet. I'm like halfway through yeah. it. But, you know, it's possible. There's still hope. The fight takes like 12 hours. <laughs> um, there is. You gotta send an SOS, you know. I just got that joke. <laughs> um, one of the first moves that you can unlock is like a ground stomp. So, like, once you knock an enemy down, you can go and stomp on them to deal extra damage. And if you position okay. them right, you basically stomp on the nuts of every guy you knock down. It's All right, now, now we're talking. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Does anyone Oof. say barf? <gasps> yes. Can you punch them? Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, good. I was because I I've been following this game heavily because I was like I like River City Ransom. I like Way Forward. I want this. <laughs> I like River City Ransom. I like girls. This seems to combine my two favorite things. <laughs> they, there was like a developer interview, like somebody was live streaming the game, or they might have put out a tweet like, as you knock down one of the enemies, they shout barf. They're like, yeah. Some of the enemies say barf. This had to be in there. It's a River City Ransom game. Yeah. Like, yeah, what are you, out of your mind? Like, how could there not be barf? Like, uh, but it's, it's all they, the classic. That should have been the subtitle for it. That should be a subtitle for all River City Ransom games is there will be barf. <laughs> but it, it is, it's a River City Ransom game. Like, it's a continuation slash reboot. It's an open world. You explore the city. You beat the shit out of people. You can um, up your stats. You can learn new moves. Uh, and going back to the trivia, so when you go to the dojo, uh, there are two dojos, and they are owned by two different men across the city. 
that are voiced by the guys from the Game Grumps who voice Billy and Jimmy Lee from Double Dragon. Like, the guys from Double Dragon teach you moves in this game. Good. I don't cool. know who that is. And, yeah, that's cool. Um, you don't know who Billy and Jimmy Lee from Double Dragon are? No, we the watched Game a Grumps. movie about it. No, I very much <laughs> know who Billy and Jimmy are. But, yeah, like your trivia about the Game Grumps, I'm like, uh-huh. I, I know I that's a thing, but I... Eh, couldn't pick their voices out of a lineup. Like <laughs> you lost me when you, when you didn't call them Bimmy and Jimmy because that's what I will always know them as. Exactly. I don't know who the fuck Billy is, but Bimmy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so that's cool. I, I like you know because I mean the Dragon Twins were already established in the original River City Ransom. They live in River City, so it makes sense that they be there run the dojo these days. It's uh, and it's a- just it's good continuation. It's good, uh, you know, just to. The uh, RCRCU, you know, it's uh, you know, oh, it's man. deep with the lore. <laughs> and I didn't, I, I have not played through Double Dragon Neo, uh, Neon. Um, I believe there is like either the final boss or a boss that's like Skullamania. He's like a dude in a giant skull mask. Um, oh yeah. Apparently, yeah! like this game takes place after that, like after you kick the shit out of him because he runs a pawn shop in the mall. Oh, so, cool. like, you, you go to the pawn shop and, like, work your way down to the basement, and there's just this pawn shop where here's this dude in, like, a giant, elaborate evil skull costume wearing a hat and apron who's, like, trying to sell you things. I like it. Now, you know, I, I don't expect you to know all the depth of the licensing for this, but I'm sorry. Is, is it basically Skullamania, or is it Skullamania? <laughs> um, let me see if I can very quickly just check... It seems like they, if Capcom was going to throw any random Street Fighter character in, yeah, like, uh, okay, yeah, sure, you can have Skullamania. Yeah, it's like, can I we mean, have uh, it's Charlie? A, it's a, it's a <laughs> different character, but uh, his actual name is... Uh, I'm sorry. It's not Skullamania. It's Skullmageddon. That's okay. right, yeah. That's, that's actually a really cool name, too. Do they make any reference to Crash and the Boys? Man... Not that I've gotten to so far, but okay. it's possible. That'd super be dope. Strike or Super Dodgeball? Yeah, do you play any dodgeball, volleyball? You can pick up a volleyball as a weapon, which you can oh, either like hit people with or throw and bounce off them. Because um, there are just random weapons scattered around. You go to a construction area, you can pick up a shovel and bash the shit out of people with a shovel. You can pick up a boomerang for some reason. I don't remember boomerangs being... In River City Ransom? Uh, um, but like, the the reason is that boomerangs are a fucking awesome video game weapon. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you got a problem? But I yeah. mean, like, <laughs> the classic River City Ransom weapons, a yo-yo, a chain, a garbage can, somebody that you have knocked down, they're rock, all there. A tire. <laughs> a boomerang is just a yo-yo without a string. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I mean, the man's got a point. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> Except I can make a yo-yo work. Boomerang never really worked. <laughs> yeah. I remember I remember buying a boomerang and throwing it so it could come back to me, and it only came back to me after I walked across the yard and picked it back up. Right. Yeah, no. You I, have to I, throw them pretty hard for them to work. Yeah. Uh, harder than I could throw is, like, a six-year-old very excited having played, like, Mega Man 2. Like, I'm going to throw this boomerang. It's going to be fucking cool. Hmm. <laughs> Just like Quick Man. Okay, oh, hold on, hold on. 
Let me try this button. No. Uh, my entire life, I've, I've never had a boomerang come back to me when it's been thrown. I just imagine, I just imagine in your backyard pretending that a propane tank is an E-tank and throwing a boomerang at it repeatedly. <laughs> Johnny, I'm there's a lot that. of footage of me when I was a kid, uh, like, swinging off of big, like, uh, you know those spools they use to, you know, have, like, electrical wire around them? Like, those yeah. were our playground in our backyard, so it's not far <laughs> off base. <laughs> My dad worked in construction, and we had some unorthodox play areas. Man, that's not, that's not fair. I want to play Mega Man. Your brother says, like, no, I'm playing Mega Man. You play the beam. Now run there. at me, and if you hit me, I'll die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did have basically just a dangerous platforming level in our backyard. There was an old woodshed that was, like, rotting through the roof. And so, like, you had to really step lightly. And it had a tree growing through it. So <laughs> yeah, I remember it was, uh, that shed. The, tra- the traversal was tricky. <laughs> but, uh, but, man, it was it was a lot of fun, as long as you avoid all the broken glass. Uh, <laughs> now, was this before or after you got the trampoline? Oh, well before, well before. The trampoline was just, you know, that's a, <laughs> that, that thing was just a living boss fight. There was so much dangerous activity taking place on that thing. <laughs> uh, that fucking thing. Let's not talk about everybody's exploits on that old trampoline. Trampoline! Trampoline! Say what now? Um, but anyway, yeah, so River City Girls, uh, any trampolines in the game? Um, not so far. Um, I, again, I have yet to complete the game. Mm, I actually, I think this might be a GTT record of being the soonest a game has been featured on the show, because the game was released a week ago. Like, I feel like you say that, but we've had that, like, we've had tighter frames than that. Have we? Check out Sonic Mania. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Never forget, David. How could you forget on <laughs> National Video Games Day that Johnny loves Sonic Mania? <laughs> Never forget. I mean, yeah. that's that's fair. Uh, okay. Exactly. But, um, so I, I have not yet completed. Maybe there's a trampoline. Um, at this point, I have only gotten through the school, the mall. Uh, I'm currently in the fashion club. I have beat the construction site. So, yeah, there are some, some eccentric levels in this game. Maybe yes. there's a trampoline. Um, I like it. Yeah, the trampoline park. You know, you go to the Sky Zone for the final boss. It'd be pretty fucking cool. Uh, I did kind of love... Um, so you know how every beat-em-up ever has a level on an elevator where you're just on an elevator fighting enemies like as they board and everything? I do know that. They uh, they kind of subvert that because you go... You have to... Once you get to um, the mall, like, oh, you, you have to... Or no, you're not in the mall. You're in the shopping district. You have to take the elevator down to the pawn shop. But the elevator is out of service. So you go down the stairs like six floors, but like every floor you meet and you have to beat a bunch of enemies and then you go to the next floor and you go. So it's basically the elevator level, but you're not actually on the elevator, which I, I like thought it. was kind of funny. Yeah. Got to take the stairs sometimes. That's uh, that's uh, some classic Metal Gear Solid shit. David, you should play that game one day. You might just find it amusing. Um, but <laughs> of anyway. Of all the things that I could think about Metal Gear Solid, I doubt amused is one of them. Yeah, well, wait till you have like, to fight a bunch of dudes on the stairs. It's very silly. <laughs> um, that's fair. Anything, uh, anything else on River City Girls? A uh, great game with uh, awesome beat-em-up shit and fantastic music. Uh, no, it is an outstanding game. And like I said, if if anything that I've ever said about Scott Pilgrim has piqued your interest, pick up River City Girls. It is a fantastic beat-em-up. 
Fuck yeah. Johnny, let's keep it going, man. Game two. Alright guys, so this is the first game in the series to um, really kind of remove most of the single player elements and really focus on competitive gameplay head to head.
<laughs> Sorry, John just posted like something really disgusting in our Discord during that last. Don't tell song. them that. <laughs> Holy wow! What was that for? <laughs> what are you doing, John? <laughs> Nothing, <What>? guys. <laughs> Why would you desecrate her? She's so pure. It's talking about my wife. Uh, let's see some answers. Jesse says Bomberman Online, which is incorrect. Uh, J David says Sonic Rivals, which is incorrect. John says Sonic Kart Racer, which is half right. Sega Kart Racer. I didn't even say Sonic. Oh, sorry. So I'll give him a point. What? Oh. Uh, no, this is Columns 3, The Revenge of the Columns. Or, let me double oh, check that. How is that even close to Sonic Kart Racer? Well, so... Listen, I don't fight really... it, David. I'm taking the point now. <laughs> I mean, the I've point's really been, been given. Playing... We can't get rid of that. But seriously, the fuck? I've been playing the shit out of this kart game called Sonic Row Battle 2 Kart Racer. And it features tracks from all kinds of games, including Columns 3, which is where I actually first heard these songs. Uh, and I was like, this song's really neat. So then I actually checked out the game, and the game's pretty cool, too. Uh, like, the music in this game is is dope. It's really, really good. Okay. Uh, so I started playing Columns, like, the other week, and it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a good puzzle game. I was gonna say, so wait a minute, have you been playing the Columns game, or have you been playing this Sonic fan cart? <laughs> well, both, but the Sonic fan cart has games from, has music from all over the place, so okay. I, did, I had a hard time picking that, right? Because I'd be picking games from, like, eight different soundtracks or whatever, you know. Or yeah, three. Oh, geez, so tell so... us about Columns. Yeah. Columns 3, The Revenge of Columns. The Columns are back for revenge, as the subtitle implies. Wait, it's, um... I don't mean to interrupt, but why is Columns 2 not The Revenge of Columns? Like, what were the Columns doing in 2? Was it, like, oh. Columns, Columns 2, Beach Vacation, Columns 3, Revenge of Columns? <laughs> no, so Columns 2, if I remember this right... Uh, its subtitle is The Voyage Through Time. I believe there's some kind of time travel element. Okay, now they I'm got sorry. their sequel order way fucked up. I just want to make sure I'm thinking of the right thing. Is, Columns is a puzzle game, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Just making sure there's like no characters in Columns, right? Like no. it's Columns. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no story whatsoever. How the Except fuck is there revenge titles. in time travel? <laughs> what is Columns 4? Columns War? In, columns 4 Infinity War? Sure, uh, yeah, you know. I'm yeah, okay that with sounds that. pretty good. Like, uh, yeah, they collect the all six the column magic gems. Columns gems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you have um, to collect the six magic columns and build the greatest pagoda ever. <laughs> I don't know anything about columns. So is it like a is it like a falling block Tetris style? Is it like a match three? Like a match three? Is it like a shifting thing, like panel to pawn or Tetris attack? Like what is, is like the Puyo? puzzle of columns? So Yoshi yeah, columns is, is a match three kind of game. So you have your falling you know thing of three different color blocks, you rotate them. You know they land and you match your colors or more in a row, and you clear that section of blocks. You know you get more points. Um, this one got rid of like the, the first two had a single player mode where you just try to get the highest score that you can and this got rid of that this one is like every single even in the single player mode you're playing against the cpu in like a battle style situation um and you have the ability to like fuck with the other players play field and things like that 
But uh, like I said, the main reason I chose this is the music is so good. Like, I don't understand why, like, a stupid fucking puzzle game called Columns 3 The Revenge of Columns, <laughs> which they use the word columns twice in their title, which is great. <laughs> like, why is the music in this so good? Like, That's what true. You is bring this? up a good point. Like, Columns 3 Revenge of Columns. Like, I don't even think Tremors pulled that shit. Like, <laughs> Tremors, they're still tremoring. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a bold move, man. Thinking everybody cares that much about the columns, like <laughs> it's, uh, it's very uh, very important that you, re- you remind people. Like, yeah, it's it's about the columns. These columns, they're your, they're your heart. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, what a what a bold move. It's like naming Tetris. Well, I guess Tetris is named after uh, the most important thing you do in Tetris, which is the Tetris. So yeah, yeah it's. Uh, Makes sense. All these puzzle games are secretly were made, uh, you know, named after very important things to them, like uh, Yoshi's Cookie. The, the important thing is the cookies. So, yeah. You know, if it had been Yoshi's Dr. Columns, Mario yeah, the uh, doctors. Exactly. You know, yeah. It would have been cool if it was like you know Doctor Mario Three, like you know Revenge of Weird Virus, like <laughs> <laughs> Weird Virus. No, 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 no. Because like. You know, it should it should be Doctor Mario Three: Revenge of Doctor Mario. Like, right? You gotta get Doctor Mario in there twice. That's true. Actually, I do kind of love the idea of a Doctor Mario trilogy where every game is based on a different virus. Like, you have Doctor Mario Cold, Doctor Mario Heat, and Doctor Mario Flu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine Three: Revenge of Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Um, <laughs> God, that's a mouthful. Like, what are the columns getting revenge on? That's what exactly. I'm trying to figure out. Well, that's what I'm that's wondering. It's like, you know, it's a puzzle game. Okay, fine. It's like a match three, like, sure, I get that, but why are there columns? And why are the columns sentient and seeking revenge? Maybe columns is like a secret organization of the working class because the working <laughs> class are like the columns of society. And mm-hmm. so... Uh, the columns are taking revenge and it's going to start a class war. We are the 99 columns. You're playing some deep shit. Oh god, Columns 3 is the lead-in to Universal's Dark Universe. There are two Uh. organizations, Presidium and Columns. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'm Mr. Hyde, uh, it's played by Russell Crowe, and I'm here to talk to you about Columns. (laughs) Columns. <laughs> That's the only thing that was holding back the mummy. Right. Yeah. yeah the mummy was hit behind the columns. It means, it's it's a perfect time because this game, the solo like adventure mode, you're going through a pyramid. So it makes absolute sense to tie this in with the mummy. I love the fact that it's a game called Columns, <laughs> and it like you have to go through a pyramid and not like a temple. The one architecture that features columns. Hey, man, yeah. you don't know? A pyramid can feature tons of columns of varying lengths. Maybe yeah, that's no, how they're held not. up on it's, the inside. It's a, David, have it's, you? It's a set of stacked blocks in a pyramid shape. That's maybe. how the pyramid shape got its name. Or that's maybe. Pyramid, I don't think like, you've ever... By definition, is. Oh, yeah? yeah, yeah okay, fine. The, take me on a tour of the pyramids, and I want to see the uh, the inside of them, David. How about that? David, I don't think you've ever been inside a real pyramid before because they yeah. are filled to the brim with columns. All right, you, just, you look left columns, you look up. right columns, you look up columns, you look down columns. Yeah. 
down, there's columns. It doesn't make sense, but they're right. there. There's columns just everywhere, every yeah. dimension. Wherever you, you look put at the columns, they form a surface, and therefore the pyramid filled with columns. Yeah, like you look through time into the fourth dimension, yeah. there's columns, man. <laughs> I don't even think dimensional. I think column link. <laughs> yeah. Columns are just a representation of dimensions, David. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta really, really think outside your normal column. And, yeah, uh, man. Oh God. Infinite, Sorry, I'm, I'm, there's just infinite, you know, parallel columns. I just watched Spider-Man: Far From Home. Mysterio, it was columns. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, David. Just from, you're an Earth, thinking, from a different column. You're still thinking in rows, man. It's all about the columns now. <laughs> if if I can quote one of the great movie characters of our time, um, Doctor. Or excuse me, Marty McFly from Back to the Future. Uh, I'm just not thinking fourth columnally. Thank you, thank you, David. That's <laughs> so appropriate. What? I'm 99 sure Doc Brown says that, not Marty McFly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Doc Brown says you're just not, and I had to yeah. take the like, I had to take the proactive stance. Also, so fuck. Johnny has his pen in his hand, and as we've established, that is never good for game that team. Right. If I may <laughs> quote Marty McFly, Doc, this column's heavy. <laughs> Was he talking about his his penis? Like a lot too? of the things in Back to the Future, they were talking about their penis. It's, yeah, uh, the, the flux capacitor is just a standard for a penis. Well, no, oh. the flux capacitor is the pussy, John. But everything <laughs> else is the penis. So a pick. Somebody timestamp that. And he we need that quote. <laughs> that can't go on the radio. <laughs> I'm not so that's short, a new though. calculating computer. Beach. Oh my god. No, the flux Ooh. capacitor is the pussy, John. Here's what we do: we get a, a shirt with the inside of the DeLorean, but with a flux capacitor, it's a big fucking pussy. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god. Uh, new shirt. Mr. Fusion is just a tonight. Comes back oh, to the future. Mr. Fusion's just a flashlight. Fiverr, get ready. Here we it, come. It's powered by 1.21 gigathrusts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need 1.21 clitowatts. Clitowatts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, that's so good. Cool. We're going, so, we don't need roads. <laughs> the only thing that has that kind of power is a bolt of Hitachi. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so Carlos. <laughs> I'm good fine moving game. on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a puzzle game, also sex toys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can put a column anywhere. Game three. <laughs> a summer's day in Scarabri became a wintry night. Foes from below, blood on the snow, bright crimson on white. A madman's story of ancient glory brought death from far away. For Eldritch parted manga scar, the depths of Scarabre. Snow and summer. Ice in my hand Death's cold fingers Tear us apart Snow and summer Ice in my hand Death's cold fingers Tear us apart 
Against Mangar's horde we took up sword and fought from dawn to dawn. Though we did win too many can gave life to see them gone. To Mangar's lair we took the snare, its hooks did end his reign. Now there it lies, if ever he rise, to bring him low again. Snow and summer, ice in my hand, death's gold fingers tear us apart. Snow and summer, ice in my hand, death's gold fingers tear us apart. South they came to the north, wand of peace to break. The one that keeps our kingdom safe from plague and war and drake. They sundered it and hid the parts, places grim and grand. Broke its spell, oh perfect peace, defenseless was our land. Attacked with sword and flame With Lagoth, Santa and their four They slaughtered in his name No one could stand before them On their way to Scarabray Until a band of heroes vowed To try another way The sundered one must be remade We must take back our land Armed with the wand of destiny We'll make our final stand Set out to retrieve the parts Wherever they did lay In their thesis they did take the first A giant they did slay Scars fort, they fought the Lord and won the second part. The seven statues of Dagoth's tower, our heroes could not thwart. They won the fourth in the maze of dread, cunning intellect. They just gone in his fortress strong, the fifth could not protect. The sixth was guarded by a sphinx amid the great bones. The last they took. Little games beneath the ribbon stone. The sundered one must be remade. We must take back our land. Armed with the wand of destiny, we'll make our final stand. Skill it was reforged, the wand of destiny. And off they went to south again to face the enemy. In shrine of Nan did Lagoth hide, 
fought with all his might With the rod the friends defeated Santa's evil blight Sunderwan has been remade and taken back our land Armed with the wand of destiny we made our final stand Armed with the wand of destiny ever shall we stand So uh, this game is pretty cool. Uh, the city of Scarbray returns as your main adventuring hub from the previous games, uh, albeit as a new city rebuilt from scratch long after the old Scarbray was destroyed. Um, also, the bard class can get drunk during battle. <laughs> Yeah. 
man. I love that soundtrack. All right, what do you guys got? Come on, show us. Show it, show it. Just whip it out and show it. Come on. Oh, fuck. Okay, so we got uh, John with Bard's Tale. Fuck, close enough. Uh, and uh, David with Bard's Tale 4. And Johnny is either copying those answers or drawing a penis. We will find oh, out soon. Here hopefully it a, comes. Hopefully it's a penis because his mother's Whip watching. Whip it out. Whip it out. Uh, and uh, <laughs> what? What? It's a Dropkick Murphys. Oh, dro- okay. I was like, I thought it said Blumpkin something. And I'm like, <laughs> No, God. Blumpkin Murphys. <laughs> so, Discussing yeah, shit's uh, my department. <laughs> so yeah, David and John got it pretty much right. So wait, what is that? <laughs> It's Bard's tail. I was waiting for the sound effect, and it was go like. Sorry, I was a little man. slow on that. Yeah, <laughs> a little. John, but, have um, another beer. I yeah, am. Have, have. There you go. Uh, so this is Bard's Tale Four, uh, the director's cut. So um, I've never played a Bard's Tale game before, but this one is pretty freaking rad. Um, the music is really excellent. Um, it really gets you into the mood. Um, but yeah, you play as a bard, and so you can use music and alcohol, um, to fight, which is pretty great. Like, uh, you get drunk, you use alcohol, and it buffs you, and there's, like, certain ones, like, some, like, you use to light people on fire and stuff, it's great. Um, but... This feels like it should have come up on Game That Tune before, because you're just describing the recording of this podcast right now. Pretty like, much. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> and so you have a limit to how much you can drink during battle, and once you hit that limit, you become smashed, and for one turn, you do double damage. Yes. But but then the next turn, you pass out. <laughs> next and, turn, and you have to urinate terribly. You're, you're, <laughs> so you're stunned for a round after that. But, um... It's like a old-timey uh, dungeon crawler, and I was worried, real worried, because it was a Game Pass game, and so I was like, well, I'll try it, you know, what's the least, you know, worst that can happen, and I was real worried it was going to be first-person dungeon crawler, and I just, you know, I can't do first-person RPGs like that, Yeah. And um, but luckily, there's like a, like a six, um, no, it's more like a five by... Yeah, five by six grid, and so like your characters are actually on part of the grids, and you move them around. And I'm like, oh, good, you can see your characters. So uh, that was that was handy. Very good. Um, and so I'm trying to think of some other cool things. There's like little puzzles you can do to like op- that you have to do to open up doors and whatnot. Oh, and there's a thing called a magic mouth, which uh, <laughs> which really goes along with our last conversation. Yep, um, I like it. I'm into it. <laughs> And basically, Go it's, on. This fucking, it's this fucking mouth that is, uh, like, in the wall, and it, like, tells you clues, usually in, like, a, like a, like a riddle or some kind of poetry, or it's very, you know, like, they take the bard thing serious. Like, you know, in a lot of, like, uh, games, the bard is, like, you know, secondary support character, but in this game, it's fucking... We go bard real hard. Dude, so, uh, I like going hard with the bard. That really should be on the box if it's not. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should I'm be barking at this shit to nerds like me. 
I'm kind of happy to hear that, like, the bard as a class gets the spotlight, because I just assumed, I, I was aware of Bard's Tale games, and I just assumed it was kind of like a generic fantasy title, like, you know, quest in the magic realm or whatever. It's like, I'm glad that the bard actually gets to do something. Yeah, really is the bard's tale. It's not, you know, just like a fucking generic RPG name. That's actually, uh, I'm happy to learn that too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And like, when you go to like uh, taverns and stuff, there's usually like another bard in there, like singing songs and stuff. And I think the songs change depending on like what you've been doing during the quests and stuff. Can you um, oh. like mingle with the other bards? Is there like a little bard uh, dating sim in the game? Um, uh, there's like, I've done quests for that bard and he I was actually part of my uh, party for a little bit and he used a shillelagh, which was pretty great. Hell right. yes. Um, there's this dude, okay. There's a big fucking reference to Seinfeld in this game. And it, that just that alone makes me just fascinated. So you're in the market, and there's this dude, and apparently he sells the best soup in town. And so you go to try to buy some soup from you, and eventually he just tells you no soup. He's not going to sell you soup. And um, so another thing that was funny is so th sometimes in loading screens, there's like little pro tips, like pro tip, uh use this or or watch your armor because uh some enemies do you know stuff like that well sometimes uh the little pro tip is uh don't worry you'll never get that soup or something like that <laughs> like <laughs> god damn it soup guy you're yeah. even in the pro tip the soup is a lie it's just not yeah. happening <laughs> i hate that fucking guy see i thought there's one guy. yeah I was just saying, I thought you were going to say, it's like, there's a Seinfeld reference, like, you meet this goblin, this short little bald creature, who's just really stressed and frantic about everything, and then, like, he's he's upset about his fiancée, who died by licking envelopes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I can't make any Seinfeld references. Uh, there's this guy, and he's got a ruffly shirt. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Are you um, sure he wasn't just a bard? <laughs> well, a lot of those, it's the bard's tale. <laughs> Johnny, can you uh, can you make a Seinfeld reference as it relates to bards? Hmm. <laughs> oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Yeah, fuck it. That's a good out. I'll accept it. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> bard, your bard can drink bubbly. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So, like, do the different classes of alcohol affect the bard differently? Because, like, yeah, you know, there's uh. Some of them, like, grant you, like, armor, or, uh, I don't know how it, like, works, like, <laughs> what the magic behind it is, but, like, you can give, like, other characters armor. I don't know if maybe, like, you, like, throw up on them, and, and then, like, no one wants to go near them, so it's, like, more of an evasion type thing, but, um, then there's some that, uh, will give you, like, extra magic points, and you can, like, use them on, like, wizards and stuff, so I don't know, like, you're like, here, drink this, and they're like, oh, wow, I can cast this spell now. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, so, uh, oh, man, this game sounds fucking dope. I don't know how I, uh, it is. I, I feel like, yeah, it's like me and David kind of misunderstood this, uh, like, yeah, it's, uh, it sounds like just some, like, generic-ass RPG, and it's like, no, actually, it's like a full-blown RPG about being a drunken bard, like, Really? <laughs> like, why didn't they advertise this better? That sounds fucking great. <laughs> like, it's like, I would have played that. I just assumed it was like The Witcher Part 11 or something. No, no, no. It's it's not it's not like that in depth. It's like, 
Like, there's some depth to it, but, like, it's it's definitely, a, like, an RPG you could play for just a little bit and then not feel overwhelmed. Like, it's just, like, dungeon crawling, uh, your bar gets drunk, um, you get, uh, new people in your class, or in your party. Like, I got this, uh... God, I forget, because all the, like, the different races look different than they would in, like, a Lord of the Rings-type fantasy setting. Um, like, the dwarves kind of look strange. Like, everything's really weird. It's, sure, sure, it's, sure. It's, it's cool weird. But, like, uh, I think the elves, which kind of look like goblins for some reason, like, I have this rogue who has some really fucking cool moves. Like, he can throw, like, uh, caltrips onto the map, so anytime they, like, the characters move around, it fucks them up. Um... There's like a song your bard can play that lights people on fire. That's pretty great. Um, that sounds amazing. That's a. Yeah, you should be able to like um, play a banger and have it do an explosive attack. <laughs> you can eventually get uh, different songs and uh, different instruments. Um, I haven't got too terribly far into it, but it's fun. Uh, the writing is pretty good, and there's a lot of bunch of um, like jokes and stuff. It's kind of jokey. You know, serious with like the church trying to, you know, tell certain races to get out of their town and stuff. You know, so there's yeah. a little bit of political intrigue and whatnot. I dig it, man. That sounds fucking great. And so, so wait, it's, it's uh, a, I'm assuming, it's like, a, like, go for it, David. I was gonna say it's a dungeon crawling RPG where you play as a drunken bard who fights racists. Because pretty much more and more, this is sounding like my kind of game. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you play as a girl and beat someone up? Because if you can, David's all the I'm way. Fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. My main character is a, is a, is a female bard, so. And Why am I not you know, playing this game right she's now? Get, getting drunk and fucking people up. I'm pretty sure it's on most systems. I don't know if it's on Switch, though. Would you say it's perfect that. for Switch? Oh, it, I definitely think it would be perfect for Switch. Yeah, I agree. Johnny, where's that perfect for Switch sound? Is that a sound we've had before? I don't think that's a sound we've had before. It is, John. We've I, definitely established it before. Okay, he, oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> anything but, like, the game over or the, you know, or I believe you played the theme song to Game That Tune last week. as they Friends. Thank you. That's the sound <laughs> for perfect for Switch. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Jesse, anything else on the Bard's Tale, this fantastic game that David and I should have been playing for a long time now? Like, this, uh, <laughs> this feels like it really is, it, you know, up our alleys in surprisingly different ways. Just like, you know, ooh, you know, music and RPGs, fantasy setting, like, somehow that meets me and David's alleys. Like, it's, uh, sounds good. Anything else? Um, just a little quibble. Whenever you, like, break barrels and stuff in the town... The, the frame rate drops just a little bit. And it's also weird that you just go barrels? Around. Yeah. It, for one, whatever reason, when you, you break barrels or loot chests, the frame rate drops a little bit. Not in, like, combat or anything else where you think frame rate would drop. Right. But just whenever you loot stuff. It's, <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very weird oversight, but I'm into it. Uh, I guess if there's one thing you have to, you know, sacrifice. like That's like sacrificing, like, you know, in Zelda, if, like, frame rate drops when Link starts breaking the pots like yeah okay fine (laughs) (laughs) but uh cool man uh that sounds like it's a fucking awesome game and I'm glad we used it and Johnny it's time to move on man what do we got coming for our fourth and final game of the night game four
right, guys. So, this game has a somewhat strange subtitle in its English release, considering that only one stage takes place in the said titular environment. guys like additional trivia? Nah. Nah, I got it. Oh. Okay. So yes! <laughs> uh, fine. Additional trivia. This game's Japanese title Tatakae Genshinjin Shuri Su... Excuse me. Shuyaku wa Yapari translates to uh, Caveman Combat 3 colon The protagonists are blank and blank. Cool. I'm wrong. All right. Yeah, nope. <laughs> okay, John Regan has drawn a penis. David says Kirby's Dreamland 3, and Jesse has the correct answer. It's Joe and Mac 2 Lost in the Tropics. Boom. Hell yeah. So I love, you know, just briefly on the Japanese title. The Japanese title of this game is Caveman Combat 3. The protagonists are Joe and Mac again. Uh, you know, fantastic. And yes, this was the third game in Japan, the second game in America, and it's Joe and Mac 2 Lost in the Tropics. Um, a game that is now sitting in your Switch. If you've uh, got your Nintendo Switch Online Service subscription, uh, you should go download those SNES games, because uh, guess what? There's this game, Joe and Mac 2 Lost in the Tropics, and uh, spoiler alert, this game fucks. This game <laughs> is great. <laughs> like... <laughs> hey, is this a uh, two-player co-op? Totally. I have we not yet play played it, it two-player co-op, but yeah, Jesse, you and me need to get some two-player co-op Joe and Mac going, because, uh, man, I was playing this, uh, you know, for the last uh, couple of days, just here and there. I, you know, I haven't had a whole lot of game in time, but this game's so much fun, man. I don't know how it I, like, I mean, I know how I missed this. I was a fucking child when it came out, and I didn't have the budget for it, but, like... It's, uh, you know, Joe and Mac feels like that series, I feel like it was featured on, like, Nick Arcade a few times, and I'm like, okay, that game looks cool. Like, Cavemen, and it's not that weird fucking bonk. Uh, these or guys. Chuck Rock. Yeah, oh, that shit, am I thinking of Chuck Rock? <laughs> there was a I weird fucking... period of time oh. in, like, the early to mid-90s where a lot of games had Cavemen, because you had, like, <laughs> Adventure Island, Joe and Mac, Bonk's Revenge, like, all of a sudden, Cavemen were just huge. 
Okay, now, cave was Adventure Island a caveman, or was he a little island boy? Well, I mean, it had the same kind... I mean, technically, I'm sure he was, like, a, an island boy, but he rode dinosaurs and rode a grass skirt, so... Like, Nikki, guys, <laughs> he rode a grass I really skirt. don't like the phrase island boy. Is there a better <laughs> phrase? <laughs> like, that just sounds... Gross and wrong. Yeah, Johnny's got a lot of suppressed memories when it comes to being a boy on the island. And like, yeah. the <laughs> oh, an Anastasia Island boy. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> what about little? What about Tarzan boy? Would that be? Uh, you or know. Jungle Boy? Yeah, Jungle Boy. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, if it's trying, you're a little Jungle Boy. Joe and Mac, you're not a little Jungle Boy. You're a little old caveman. Uh, you're, you're a one- caveman. Man. Exactly. A man, motherfucker. Uh, mm. You're playing as Joe and or Mac. And, uh, you know, these guys, they, uh, they're they pretty cool. I like that they are cavemen, and I don't think they have hair. I believe they have, you know, to give them Japanese-style haircuts, they wear wigs made out of, like, banana leaves, which I find very funny. Uh, they just have like, like, (laughs) they look like standard Japanese, like anime characters, but their hair is like blue and green. And if you look closely, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's just a bunch of fucking leaves. Like these guys are just cavemen. This, yeah, that's, that's really fucking funny. Um, what leaves do you know of that are bright blue? Uh, prehistoric leaves, David, please read your history book. Uh, your caveman history book. Were you, were, did we say, take read my read my history book that discovers or discusses prehistory? Yes, David. <laughs> were you and I? Didn't we take caveman class together? I mean, no, I went we, to a different high school. I was busy studying Victorian America. Right. Okay, that explains so much about the difference between me and you. <laughs> I just watched a Ringo Starr movie, Caveman. That's okay. all I need to know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so uh, this game is actually a lot of fun. Um, you, you know, you're going around, you're beating stuff with a club. You're, uh, you're a caveman who, I guess you're very hungry. You can eat stuff. Uh, it's, kind, it, it's kind of dope. It's, it's, a, it's a Homer, Homer Simpson-esque, like, cartoonishly hungry caveman. Like, uh, if, you know, some food is on the ground, you press down and your character goes like, and it, like, rises up into their mouths and they eat it, which is fucking hilarious. And then... Uh, not only it's like okay, you know, I'm thinking like okay, it's a SNES game, so there's like a fucking big you know roast on the ground. It gives you some life back. Yes, true, but also it becomes a weapon. You can spit fragments of bones at things. If you eat a hot pepper, you can breathe fireballs. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a little more than just the usual like uh, eat something for life. It's like eat something for life and fucking kill something. It's. Uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, Story of my... That's my autobiography. <laughs> eat for life, spit stuff to kill stuff. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Jesse Moore story. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and uh, it, I don't know, man. It's, it's a charming game. It's got fun graphics, fun levels. It's got great big, like, dinosaur bosses. You know, I haven't gotten very far, but, like, the end of the first stage, you have to fight, like, a big stegosaurus that's angry at you. Um... <laughs> You know, you, you Does it say like, why he's angry? Well, I, I mean, if, before the fight, you're riding him and fighting other cavemen, and then, like, something happens, and, you know, you end up fighting the Stegosaurus. So, I don't know. It's uh, not very grateful to the Stegosaurus for letting you have a stage taking place on his back, you know, to then kill him. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's prehistory. It's like, 
It wasn't yep. exactly PC back then. Um, it was BC. Wow. Um, yeah, and uh, it's it's got more to it than I expected. It's you know, it's not just like a platforming game. You got a little overworld, which I mean, really, it's just a stage select. But then you also have a town that you can visit. Uh, you can like, I guess, decorate your caveman house, which I was a little disappointed. Not a cave. It's a house. Uh, what? Yeah. Then how You're... is he a caveman? Hey, hey man, it's you know. <sighs> I don't want to talk about how this game came out at a time where there was no polite way to say. A caveman that lives in a house, but uh, you know, yes, th- this game uses caveman as a pejorative. And uh, say so, uh, man. <laughs> Shut up, David. House man. <laughs> Don't humiliate the caveman. <laughs> uh, yeah, houseman. Uh, not. <laughs> nope, not not that either. Uh, but yeah, you can like you can get a house, <laughs> and there are like uh, there are cave women around that you can like woo through the course Did of the they game. They have caves. Uh, you know, I didn't get to their cave, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can find the women and like offer them like uh, I guess like flowers or meat, and they'll become your girlfriend <laughs> in the game. <laughs> Um, I got you some meat. Let me see your exactly. cave. Man, it's caveman days. Courtship was pretty simple. Like, hey, baby, I got you this meat. <laughs> like, yeah. well, that's cool. It's a, it's a pretty big piece of meat. I agree. You should be my <laughs> cave wife. <laughs> yeah. I have this piece of meat. Now get on this other piece of meat. Exactly. Eat this meat and then spit it out at me. Um, <laughs> Guys, that's that's way too fucking adult for our show. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you talking about? They're talking about Joe and Mac and how they eat meat and spit bones at people. It's literally <laughs> part of the game. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's charming as shit, man. It's got fun grunting music. Oh, and in the towns, uh, it's it's really weird. Like the ways they, uh, it's like okay, so we got a side scroller, and you got to go to the town, and you can like shop. It's kind of like uh, like River City Ransom. You can buy like some power ups in these little towns in between stages. You know, you go to this place, they give you a massage. You go to this place, they give you a fucking roast or whatever. It's not like River City Ransom where you can walk in, you know, walk up to a building and press up and enter the building. They had to figure out a way to make it work with the uh, mechanics of the side-scrolling platform they already made. So every building in these villages has a little gong outside of it that you have to hit with your caveman club. And that is what then makes you enter the building. I'm like, that's adorable. That's really very, very cute. Like, this is such a stupid, unnecessary feature. Like, you know, who who was it that was sitting around in this Japanese boardroom like, all right, guys, we didn't implement the up to enter a room feature. So, I mean, do we, hmm. Is there some way that we can make the caveman enter the fucking building? I got it. He'll hit the he'll hit the door with his club, and that'll knock the door off, and they'll enter the building. It's like no, that that, that makes it seem like he's breaking and entering. That's that's very <laughs> forceful. That's that's no good. That's gonna good. What's what's the caveman version of ringing a doorbell? What if there was a stone gong hanging outside every single building in this game? That as you walk by, if you want to enter that building, you gong it, 
And then that makes the caveman into the building. Like it's it's just such a silly, stupid detail that I was just like, that's really funny. Like they couldn't figure out a better way to have you enter a building than <laughs> hit a gong with a club. <laughs> I like to think that they looked in a history book, a caveman history book, and were like, wow, these guys had a lot of stone gongs. They were very polite <laughs> people. Yeah, <laughs> they're like vampires. No. You can't can't enter a house unless you've been invited. Cavemen can't enter any do- you know, any building whatsoever. Unless they've hit the gong first. <laughs> now, if you don't have a gong, do they not like get in? Are you That's basing this goes. on a? Are you basing this on a caveman history book, or are you basing this on a Flintstones coloring book? Oh no! <laughs> that explains so much about the curriculum of that class. <laughs> Uh, I knew there was something really suspicious about, like, several of the pages being connected (laughs) dot puzzles. Yeah, I I really... uh, See, that... mm. Didn't... And the fact that, like, most of, you know, most of caveman history seemed to be stone puns. um, Didn't every caveman have a pterodactyl washing machine and a small green spaceman that granted them wishes? It's, I mean, that's what I learned in caveman class. Meanwhile, you were in your foppish Victorian art college learning about God knows what. <laughs> yeah, what cartoon as Victorian? Yeah, go pout at your wig, motherfucker. <laughs> we were learning about pout cigs and the proper way to prepare tea and how to fight Martians in tripods. Yes, thank you. But, you know, we over here at caveman college, we, we had all sorts of... Captain Caveman is he in it? Um, you know, and the Teen I, I, Angels, lest we forget. Right. Um, That's right. I know my Hanna Barbera mythology, motherfuckers. Is that another Caveman? Captain How many Caveman? Cave- no, yeah, I Captain said- Caveman and the Teen Angels. Oh, okay, I was like, and the Teen Angels. Like that sounds like a a band show no, or something. No, like no, or there porno. was a Caveman <laughs> named and the Teen Angels. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was confused. Yeah, it's like Captain Caveman. Okay, that sounds like Caveman. And the Teen Angels, as John said, yes, that sounds like pornography. And therefore, probably not involving cavemen. Like, what the fuck kind of well, caveman is named of- and the Teen Angels? I th- well, it's obviously, Dutch. Obviously, and the was implied <laughs> to mean you were signifying another show featuring cavemen. Which I would think would mean Teen Angels. A show about more cavemen, which was terribly confusing to me because it sounds like pornography. Yeah. Teen Angels, it's a show about cavemen. Like, this isn't what I signed up for at all. It's caveman casting couch. We're going to Candy Apple Island. They have apes, just not so big. Right. Caveman casting. So, yeah, Captain Caveman, a caveman. Teen Angels, a show not about cavemen come on my camel toe surprisingly kind of a split it's actually mostly about cavemen some pornography um <laughs> but uh yeah anyway uh joe and mac do austin tropics <laughs> it's a very fun game and yes only one stage of it takes place in a tropical area the rest it's like ice and lava and standard you know standard fucking caveman stuff uh or rather standard video game stuff it's <laughs> not a you know not all cavemen um Whoa, whoa, Hashtag whoa. not all cavemen. It's there, Can baby. that be the episode title? <laughs> Hashtag no. not all cavemen. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, uh, emphatically. 
Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a fun game, and just by having it pumped into my Switch, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I gotta try that. Like, as you're scrolling through those, like, now just on your Switch SNES games, it's like, all right, well, you know, that's cool. You got your, got your pilot wings, you got your Mario Kart, this and that. Joe and Mac 2, though. Oh, shit, Breath of Fire. What, you know, there's Wait. Brawl Brothers. They're like, they is Joe and Mac 2 one of the games? Yeah. Yes. Go play I, it. <laughs> I didn't look at the list. I was too busy playing River City Girls. Okay, well, once you're done with the girls, move on to the men, the cavemen. <laughs> That's of, the story uh, of my life. <laughs> I don't want to elaborate on that, but that's really funny to me. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and yeah, it's it's just a surprising feature on that uh, that fucking SNES online. It's like you know, okay, yeah, you got your standard stuff, and then you got like, these weird ass like Data East and Jaleco games. Like, what's Brawl Brothers doing here? What's fucking Joe and Mag doing here? Like, what you know? I, I like it. It's you know, they didn't just put they didn't just take the SNES classic and put it on the Switch. Which is good, because I already own the SNES Classic and most of the games that were on it. So it's like, alright, yeah, here's uh, here's some other stuff. Uh, fuck Super Soccer, however. I'm just going to go ahead and do that hot take. Super Soccer sucks. And uh, Hot take. I don't appreciate them putting this Trump-ass soccer game in all of our fucking Switches. That's fucked up. Um, I, um, wait, what? No, look I'm at, not gonna. I'm gonna look at the not cover. It's that. fucking Trump propaganda. It makes it seem like he can play goalie. It's fucked up, and uh, oh, you know I don't want that shit in my Switch. Uh, and besides that, it's an SNES soccer game, and it sucks. Uh, but Joe and Mac Two is a fucking fun surprise, and I can't wait to play all of it. It's apparently a pretty short game. I probably should have beaten it by now, but I think I was just kind of just loving it. Oh it's like, all right, take my time, man. I'm gonna climb these vines. I'm gonna jump on these fucking dinosaurs. I'm gonna gong these houses and give these women the meat. And you know, oh, oh you God, say this Trump game should be done. The soccer goalie. I know it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> what the fuck? Um. But yeah, SNES uh, Switch games, it's dope. I'm glad it's a thing. And uh, I'm going to play some more of them, man. So, you know, look forward to uh, the coming weeks where we do this theme again. I do Brawl Brothers and uh, Breath of Fire and uh, Pilot Wings. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's a blast, race. man. Stunt Race FX. Okay, yeah, let's just do a quick sidetrack on that. David, have you booted up Stunt Race FX since that shit got on your Switch? <laughs> I think we have established I have not touched the SNES games on okay. Nintendo Switch Online. I've I just been sure. playing River City Girls. I, I thought that you had just ignored Joe and Max somehow. I thought maybe you were like, ooh, Stunt Race FX, I want to play as an ugly box. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I pulled, up, like, I pulled up SNES games. It's like, hmm, here's a fun platformer featuring cavemen. Pass. Here's an ugly 90s game featuring generic cars. Hell yeah. Dude, it's, uh... Have you ever played it at all? Like, this game is dog shit. <laughs> like, this is so <laughs> fucking weird. Like, it, it looked oh, to me as, like, Star Fox graphics, but Excitebike. Dude, it's not even that redeemable. Like, it, it's just nearly unplayable. The frame rate is, like, two. <laughs> like it's nuts how bad that game is. Like it's not fun. <laughs> it's bizarre, man. Um like you know, I, I don't care much for like Mario Kart, Super Mario Kart. Like I feel like that hasn't aged well. It, you know, Super Mario Kart has aged 
so gracefully <laughs> you know, compared to Stunt Race FX. Like, holy shit. Uh, well, I kind of feel like any game that says, at any point, any game that says, look at our cutting age graphics is immediately dating itself. Like, right, in exactly. three years, this game is going to look like shit. Yeah, but it's like, this Much game less didn't 20 years. This game severely didn't benefit from being immediately lost to time. It's like, all right, this is an SNES game from like 96 or whatever. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's just see how that goes. And then people forgot about it because Nintendo 64 came along. And now Nintendo just put that shit in everybody's Switch for, you know, the cost of their online subscription. People are going to be like, um... You know, I'm sorry, did I step in dog shit, or did I boot up the SNES games on the Switch? This game is fucking terrible. <laughs> it's fascinating how bad that game is. Um, I just, oof. We needed, you know, I'm not saying we're doing a bad games episode, but uh, that's on the list for when we do. I'm, I was taken aback at how unplayable that game is. <laughs> Um, that being said, it's fascinating how bad this is. Yeah. That being (laughs) said, good soundtrack. But um, I look forward to when we have Stunt Race FX. And I mean, that's the thing. And I'm again not too down on it because again, it's it's in your Switch. You don't have to play it. I didn't buy it. I didn't really download it. I downloaded this like the SNES thing on Switch, so it's there. I don't have to play it. I booted up to try it. And I'm never going to do it again. Like it's a, it was a, that was a devastating mistake, and I don't want to repeat it. But uh, you know, it's uh, interesting inclusion. If if you think of it on the same lines, like, well, they put this in when they could have put, you know, insert any other game here. It's like, oh well, that that seems insulting. Like if you look at it, it's like, oh, it's a free game. Oh, that sucks, and I never have to play it. Oh, it's it's not that bad. Well, <laughs> in you know, in the absence of a better game. It's insulting and dog shit. Uh, that's my that's my fucking stunt race FX soapbox. Uh, you know my box that's rendered at three frames per second and uh, clips through <laughs> walls every time I try to stand on it. Um, God, features, ex- features exactly two textures. Dude, you know you want to talk about columns? Stunt race FX doesn't even have them. Like there's there's no, there's no columns to speak of. It's bizarre. Like. <laughs> I ain't gonna make a game that purports to be in three columns and then just don't do any of them right. Like, it's just utterly that, bizarre. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how you do a callback joke. Thank you. John Harrington's back in full effect. Johnny, buy yourself a Switch and uh, get into this online... Uh, okay, actually, we should stream some online Stunt Race FX if that's possible. <laughs> buy yourself a Switch and stream Stunt Race FX. Yeah, fuck your columns. Fuck your Sonic <laughs> fan cart. Get Stunt Race FX for the cost of a Switch plus a Nintendo Switch <laughs> online service subscription. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, you, you can it. just buy Super Mario Maker 2, which I believe comes with 12 months of Nintendo Online for free. Oh, I was going to say, does it come with Stunt Race FX? What are they doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no! <laughs> What an interesting combo. Yeah, like, here's a game that's fine, and here's a game that we didn't want you to know about. It's Sunrise <laughs> FX, an unlockable game in Super Mario Maker 2. Like, oh, Build no. both worlds. Build yeah. your own Mario game in five different styles. Play a shitty game in a sixth style. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Could you imagine if they added, like, 
crappy 1995 polygon version of Mario to Super Mario Maker 2. I mean, mm. it would be yeah. like Mario 64 tech demo as a style in Mario Maker. Yeah, no, I, I, we need to discuss this further because, like, quite frankly, it, that sounds delightful. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, sounds. Uh, that was, oh, save it for the post show. I want <laughs> low poly Mario. Yeah, I just want like a Super FX Maker where you can design anything in a 3D space using the SNES mouse and then make an unplayable game with it and then save your creations to VHS tapes. <laughs> no, it's just like design a 3D racetrack. Okay, now we're going to make it worse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, okay, well, that, that's a nice track. We're not going to do anything with that that's functional. It's just going to be the colors. <laughs> um, anywho, excellent game, Joe and Mac 2, Escape for uh, Lost in the Tropics. <laughs> and uh, Johnny, let's do it, man. Let's start that calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps. George Lucas landing his dick on Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Hell yeah. <laughs> so How are you going to celebrate? Yeah, I, I, I thought maybe uh, somebody was going to give me a thank you or, like, uh, congratulations or something. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'm waiting on my <laughs> thank, thank you, John. You thank know what, Sean? In winning. order to celebrate your victory, uh, let me pop open this bubbly. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Thank you, John. <laughs> wow, that was competent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, I really appreciate it. It, uh, it means a lot to me. To be you back, back on top, um, you know, given a, given how things have gone recently on the show, uh, it's uh, it, it feels good to get a win when it truly doesn't matter. Um, you know, really a really great game, great show tonight. I enjoyed myself. Uh, you know, I, I love talking about games that we all actually played. I had a blast. I'm stalling because I'm really, really racking my brain for a new theme. Um, and yeah. It falls to me to pick a theme for next week's show. Um, I and, really uh, hope in the editing process you don't cut out the bit about I'm racking my brain trying to come up with a theme. Oh no, that's that's all part of it. Yeah, it's the racking that really leads to the to the fantastic themes. Um, that's why I, that's why I made that comment. I'm trying to buy you time. Oh no, it's, I, I get it, David. I know how to stretch and buy time to allow myself to come up with a new theme. That's why. Did we, have a, did we have any voicemails? Hey, yeah, that's a good We idea. actually did have a voicemail. Let's see uh, what we got here. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Sean Connery here. I had sex with all your mothers last night. What the fuck? And, uh... No! I shot my semen all over your other faces. Well, but getting off track here, uh, John Harrington's gonna be the winner for tonight's show. Hell also, yeah. I had sex with his mother, too. <laughs> Man. I got, I mean, does if, that help with you picking your thing? If James Bond said it, it must be true. That got oh, wow. so explicit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Wow. Did but, you listen to it before you played it? No. No! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, That's no. my first time hearing that. Jesus Christ, John, you really need to screen these. We gave that phone number to strangers on the internet. By strangers, I think you mean our patrons. Yes. You know what the best part about this is? John didn't listen to that message about Sean Connery bragging about having sex with all of our mothers. And his mother is watching this show right now. Beautiful. You think she would have told you? Yeah. Yeah. Johnny, it's Bob. Guess what? (laughs) I thought you were Scottish, man. (laughs) How was your day? Let me tell you about mine. The fact that that my favorite James Bond predicted my victory on tonight's show really, really softens the blow of him coming on my mother's face. Therefore, (laughs) I've decided to pick a theme for next week's episode. Oh God! <laughs> so we've had uh, we've had some fun recently on GTT Gems over there, Patreon.com/slash/GameThatTune. We recently put out a uh, Sega Genesis, or no, it's not Sega Genesis, a all Sega Dreamcast celebration for 20 years of the Sega Dreamcast. Um, you know, it celebrated its birthday on 992019 uh, and we. Uh, we did a great celebration of that. So I'm going to go into that well. We're going to go with a year-specific theme. We're going with games released in 1999. We're going back to that. We're going to party like it's 1999. We've probably picked almost all of the good games released in 1999. That's why it's going to be so fun next week. We're going to fucking scrape the barrel on the 90s. And it's going to be great. So uh, thank you, Sean Connery. Thank you, uh, you know, Alex Messenger for uh, really abusing that voicemail privilege that we gave you. Um, and <laughs> you know, thank you everybody for listening tonight. What a fantastic show! <laughs> uh, thank you to uh, everybody watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. This night's Thursday. Uh, John had a thing, so uh, we're live most Wednesday nights. Uh, Twitch.tv, YouTube.com, Facebook.com/slash Game That Tune. Check us out. We always love you joining us for the live shows. Check us out in podcast form. We come out on Wednesday mornings. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, we're everywhere. We're all up in this bitch. Check us out in podcast form. You know, subscribe, leave us a review, do all that great stuff you do with a podcast. Uh, listen, share with your friends, and uh, and enjoy. That's the main thing. Listen and enjoy is what I always implore everyone to do with our podcast. Uh, thank you to everybody chatting along with us in our chat box. Uh, join us during our live show. Uh, find our Discord server at gamethatune.com. And, uh, you know, we love hearing from you guys. We love chatting along with you guys. I like the activity. Even when we're, you know, not recording a show, I like that we got a little community going in that Discord. So find us there. We love hanging with you guys. Uh, thank you to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got GTT Gems. We've got Jesse's Covered Up series. We've got uh, fantastic mixtapes. Like I said, we just put out a mixtape for the Dreamcast 20th anniversary. And uh, we got great new GTT gems coming real soon. Uh, fucking something's really going weird with that uh, GTT gems Infinity Gauntlet. So uh, we'll get that all sorted out real soon and get those uh, get those onto that Patreon feed. So thank you for checking out uh, Patreon. Special thanks to our super fan tier producers. Here we go. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, and uh, XX Chrono XX. You guys are all fantastic fellas, and we appreciate your support of the show. Uh, we didn't do any requests tonight, um, but we do appreciate it every time we get a request. Last week's episode was all fan requests, so thank you for those. 
and uh, you can hit us with those uh, pretty much anywhere you can find us. You can find us in our Discord server in the request channel. You can hit us up gamethattune at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at gamethattune. Uh, or you can hit us up individually on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at sega underscore legend. And you can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. Hell to the yeah, motherfuckers. So, uh, it's time for bonus tunes, and uh, my bonus tunes this week come from a game that I almost selected, also recently released on the uh, Super NES Switch service, uh, but I didn't pick it because it was much more frustrating, and I liked it a lot less than Joe and Mac, but it's got some pretty decent tunes. So it's The Last Assault from Brawl Brothers, and peace out, everybody. River City Girls is copyright 2019 Arc System Works Company and Way Forward. Columns 3, Revenge of Columns is copyright 1993 Vic Takai. The Bard's Tale 4, Barrows Deep is copyright 2019 In Exile Entertainment. Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics is copyright 1994 Data East. Like how Alex is the one guy that calls in with our uh, voicemail. Yeah, no, I'm really enjoying those. Uh, I like his <laughs> attempts to... You know, these impressions like the George Lucas thing okay cool and then it's like I can just picture him racking his brain like oh, what's another like easy ass impression Michael Caine no Sean Connery there we go <laughs> Sean Connery sounds just like George Lucas <laughs> this but, is George Lucas this, this is Sean Connery, Connery. <laughs> he just says yeah. 
That's it. Really, George Lucas more sounds like Kermit the Frog, if anything. Oh, he should call in as Kermit the Frog and talk about coming on all our mother's faces. 